Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation and it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes. Credit hacks to improve your credit score that pretty much anyone can do. So to score an 850, you need to score excellent in each category. And if you don't know this, in the United States, an 850 credit score is a perfect credit score. So the utilization, you need to stay in the 0 to 9% range. So let's say you have a credit card with a $1,000 credit limit, and your statement is at the end of the month. If you wait until the end of the month to pay it off, it affects your utilization. Now, a good way to lower utilization without changing your spending habits is to pay off your balance before the statement closes. So if you do prepay your balance, don't zero out your utilization. Leave a small balance to pay off when the statement closes to have a balance due to reflect in the payment history. So you could prepay your cards, which may seem unnecessary, but I think it makes sense because you're aware of your Spending habits. If you're someone who carries a balance every month, look at your expenses and try to see what you can cut back on. The payment history. You need a 100% to score excellent. Payment history is relatively straightforward. You got to pay your bills on time. And the payment history can be hard if you missed payments in the past. And as long as you pay the minimum balance required for the credit card, you'll be okay for this category. Now, if you miss one payment, then it already brings down the payment score to good, which means you need to basically be perfect on this situation. When it comes to payment history, you need to make every single minimum payment no matter what now on time payments equals payment history divided by the total number of payments so the problem with having only one credit card is that missing one payment puts you in poor payment history so 23 on time payments divided by 24 total payments is a 96% which is very this means that a mistake you made two years ago is going to impact you today if you have one card. And even in the third year, the missed payment will still impact you. So only after the third year does the credit score recover. So 35 on-time payments divided by 36 total payments equals a 97% poor. And if you run through the situation with five cards instead of one card, it's more forgiving. So 59 on-time payments divided by 60 total number of payments equals 98% fair. 
So the main takeaway is not to miss any payments because if you do miss a payment, you can get more credit cards to offset the damage and you got to pay them off in full. That being said, who wants to carry so many credit cards? So a good way to make sure you don't miss any payments is to automate them. You can choose to pay the card off in full or pay the minimum. Derogatory marks. Defaulting on a credit card is an easy way to destroy your credit score, as well as any banking relationships. For example, if you default on a card from an issuer, you might not be able to receive any other products from them. They could also end their banking relationship with you as well. So unlike payment history, this is easier to fix. You may be able to negotiate a payment plan with the bank to get back on track. So the average age of credit history, total accounts, and credit inquiries, the average age of accounts, the higher is better. You should aim for nine plus years to score excellent. And the total accounts, you need 21 plus accounts to score excellent. And you have if you have 20 cards and low utilization, you're seen as more responsible to the credit agencies. Now, that being said, 21 plus cards is basically ridiculous, right? This is the whole thing, right? This is where you got to start like really thinking about is a perfect credit score actually worth the hassle? So the credit inquiries, specifically hard inquiries whenever you apply for a new credit card. When you rent a house and they run a credit check, that's a soft inquiry. Applying for a credit card or a car loan is a hard inquiry because you're going to accumulate debt. The interesting thing about credit inquiries is they fall off your report after two years. So for example, if I apply for 20 credit cards in one year, that's 20 inquiries. So then after two years, they fall off. Likely they weren't there in the first place. So these three factors work together. You can take an approach to take one step back to take 10 steps forward in the future. But again, is it really realistic to carry 20 credit cards? Not really. So how to achieve a perfect 850 credit score. If you're going after the 850, which of course, you know, it doesn't really matter, then you want to get like 21 credit cards and then wait. You could take the 21 inquiries pretty much right away, which will put your credit score down for the next two years. And then after the two year mark, all the inquiries will fall off. And that being said, you don't necessarily have to have the 21 credit cards. You could just basically have payments for a very, very long time. I have personally seen someone achieve a perfect credit score with only three credit cards, but they also had a mortgage and student loans. So they're carrying a large amount of debt. They're making payments constantly every month, but they've never missed a payment. And they've been doing that for multiple decades. So that being said, is that really worth it? Personally, I don't think it's worth it. I don't really think anyone should actually go and try to achieve this, right? Pretty much the best way to be handling a credit card is to pay it off in full. And basically, the best case scenario is to not have a credit card. But if you do have a credit card, what you need to do is when you spend money on that credit card, you pay whatever you spent that day. You don't wait till the end of the month. You pay it that day. You transfer money into that account that day, 
right? Like right after you spend that money because you do not want to carry any balance really on a credit card. So with your 21 credit cards, be sure you don't miss any payments and the utilization wouldn't matter because you can fix that in the future. So set the 21 credit cards aside for nine years to factor into the average age of accounts. Then starting at the eight-year mark, be sure your utilization is low and most likely you are a financially responsible person if you can get approved for 21 cards. And then at the nine-year mark, you have a low utilization, 100% payment history, zero derogatory marks, nine plus average age of accounts, 21 plus total accounts, and zero inquiries. It's like banking an elaborate birthday cake that you have to wait nine years to eat. That being said, none of this is really worth it. Not really worth the time, not really worth the hassle, not really worth the pain in the booty. Like this is just kind of a pain in the butt, you know? So the big question, what do you get for having an 850 credit score? Nothing. You will receive the same benefits and interest rates as someone with a 750 credit score. There's really literally no difference. Pretty much, you just never want to be under 700 or really under 720. As long as you're above 720, you're pretty much good, right? For pretty much any loan, as long as you are like not spending more than what you make. And if you have like an okay income, like the average household income, which I think is about like 50000 it wouldn't be that hard to be approved for like a loan, like a home loan, which is probably the most important thing to get like an actual loan for as a home so that you could actually have like stabilize that amount of money that you're paying every single month. That's the most important thing. And you could easily do that with a 750 credit score with a reasonable income. Right, you don't got to be making six figures and have like a perfect credit score to qualify for a loan for a house, right? But having a 750 credit score will definitely help you out with a two years of work history that's decent, that'd be good. So, feel free to watch more personal finance videos. You can check out 40inbox.com and you can learn the secret to mastering your money below. And you can also learn to make money online below, basically creating an online business using just a phone and a computer. And we'll see you in future episodes.